Welcome to another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper. One word, shameful, but in but entertaining. <laughs> the debate between Dane Calloway and Judge Joseph Brown, or is it James Brown? Dane Calloway said that he changed his name from James to Joseph. Maybe so. Shameful. On whose end, I would say both ends, both Dane Calloway and Judge Joe Brown. But I'll have to say, I have to give Judge Joe Brown a little leniency on his part. Um, Dane is a brilliant guy. He appears to be a very smart man concerning the, his genre of research, which is uh, proving that the so-called African-American is not from Africa, but that, that's a biggest secret held by the Masons, Freemasons according to a guy named Bay. It's the biggest Masonic secret that we, the African-American people, or black people, or colored people of America, were not brought here from Africa. We were already here. It is the biggest lie ever told. Considering in the age of Pisces is the age of deception, the age of illusion, a lie among lies. So more to come. I want to talk more about this debate. The debate between Dane Calloway and Judge Joe Brown. Is Judge Joe Brown a gatekeeper? Well, he is an admitted Shriner. I don't know much about it, but during the during the debate, many of the other hosts on um, YouTube were taken aback 
you know, somewhat. It was like, oh, he's a Shriner. So that does say gatekeeper. By they response. But I have other evidence of his uh, of him being a gatekeeper. That came from you know words from his very own mouth. But the average person, I believe, would not have discerned his um, his stance and had would have and would have figured out that he was a gatekeeper. But it was apparent to me after some things he had said. Although many things um, that he had said on um, the real, I think it's called the real Dana uh, show on uh, YouTube. Many things he had said, I agree with. He's a little arrogant, he's a little pompous, but hey, you know, I don't, I, re I really don't fault him for that. He can be pompous. He could be arrogant. Maybe he paid the cost to be the boss. That's what I mean. You pay the cost to be the boss, you appear confident. So being pompous and arrogant, that's, you know, it really don't phase me. It phase some people. I guess, you know, there's even an element of arrogancy. But I will say this about Judge Joe. He, he is... He's an intelligent man. He has poise. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Um, even though he may have uh, uh, had uh, elected a uh, Democrat, but in my view, he has conservative views. More to come. Let's take a look at the global medical fascists and what's going on in New Zealand. And we're going to get Dan's response to this clip. This is the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, of all the different bites of just total tyranny that we've gotten from her. Uh, this, this is really one that shows how they control the media. That's what totalitarian tyrants do. So let's take a look at the New Zealand Prime Minister saying, nope. Only accredited journalists are allowed to be here and ask questions. You, the peasants that ask real questions, you shut up. Here's the powerful clip. And what I'd say is that we're all actually completely on the same page when it comes to driving vaccinations and making oh, no, sure we're that we're doing everything that we can to reach people that we need to. This is an issue of... This is an issue... Sir, I'm going to ask... I'm going to answer the questions of the accredited media so i will shut down the press conference if you do not cease so to our accredited members of uh, the gallery here we might move to an inside venue unfortunately we've got someone who's disrupting your press conference today so we might reconvene thank you 
So it just shows how it's all controlled here, Dan. Oh, oh, the accredited members, your press conference. It's not for the people. This isn't a, this isn't a press conference for the people to get information. This is a fake staged press conference for them to assert themselves, assert their narratives, assert their tyranny. And so when the individual says, hey, the vaccines are failing in Israel, why are you promoting them so much? She shuts it down. It just shows how the whole thing is a staged promotional event for their global medical fascism. Yes, he is the gatekeeper. No doubt in my mind, the evidence is clear. I don't hate the man. You know, uh, he ha he. You know, although he may be a gatekeeper, he has my respect. Um. I don't like the fact that he's a gatekeeper, though. You know, he's just so unfortunate. What he said concerning capitalism and his he had his stance on on the vaccine and uh, his feelings about the banking system. His his stance concerning those three points clearly said to be gatekeeper. Don't want to ruffle the feathers of the establishment. He's in with the click. If you are pro-fed, if you are pro-capitalism, um, to some degree, now you can be a capitalist and not be so much a gatekeeper, but um, the things that he had said on the real day of the show, it it, it really uh, went against the grain of my feelings concerning the capitalism and and the Federal Reserve banking system. And he pro he's pro vaccine. And. All those those three things there undoubtedly gatekeeper. He's in with the click. And then there's some other things that uh he had said that made me wonder why he didn't receive any type of uh backlash. He made some very strong comments concerning James Brown and Reverend Al Sharpton. Reverend Al Sharpton. And I'm like, dude, you still walking around after making those type of statements? I'm like, he's in with the click. So that probably was some friendly battering, or maybe not friendly, maybe some type of friendly rivalry, you know? It could have been friendly rivalry. Very alarming statement he said about James Brown and uh, 
Red, Red Mal. Red Mal Charlatan. Well, back to Dane Calloway. Dane Calloway, you're a brilliant guy, but you need some refining, in my opinion, my view. There's a way to talk to an elder, whether he's right or wrong. And I particularly do not like his stance as a gatekeeper. He's clearly a gatekeeper. Mason, Shriner, pro-capitalism, pro-fed, pro-vaccine, that's enough for me. Those three issues, I'm against it. I hate the Federal Reserve Banking System. It's a system that got us in debt slavery. Something for nothing. They give us fake paper and work the hell out of us. We all got to compete for, for paper. No, no intrinsic value and the bankers Reap the benefit. Now, I'm not talking about your mom, pa, baker <laughs> at the corner drugstore. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the elite. They reap the benefits. They got us enslaved. A system of exploitation. Something for nothing. Mass mind control and the manipulation of our minds. You know, we, we're part of the collective a collective consciousness embraces fiat. It's disgusting. It's 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 hurt. It's hurting. Once you wake up to it, it's hurting. So we need to decentralize money. And in my opinion, we we need to really denationalize money worldwide and, and let every man have his own land right but that would never happen <laughs> I don't think not in my lifetime it may happen but it's, gonna, it's not going to happen in my lifetime you know too many shady people too many shady gradies and I'm not even talking about the elite. I'm talking about some of those common folks. We, we we out to enslave one another, try to get over on one another. We, we just all fucked up, man. It just, we all fucked up. Apologies. 
I was wearing my mask because I just got back from a full day of being a good person. I love my mask because it's a simple yet effective way to display my righteousness. Am I concerned that two children in China drop dead because they were forced to wear masks in gym class? Nope. Am I concerned that we're creating a generation of children who will be socially awkward and conditioned to fear their fellow man? No. Am I concerned that I'm contributing to an impending socialist technocracy that will enslave the global population? Not even a little bit. Am I concerned that my mask is symbolic of my compliance to the social conditioning that will eventually lead to the forced vaccination of every man, woman, and child on planet Earth? Not a chance. And why am I not concerned, you ask? I'm not concerned because I decided a long time ago that shallow and significant gestures are a much easier way to showcase my morality than actually being moral. Because in order to be a real good person, I gotta stand up to a real bad person. And I don't like standing up to or for anything. I've decided that it's much easier to trick my own mind into thinking compliance is a virtue instead of what compliance actually is. Cowardice. I prefer to float through life completely ignorant to the fact that every socialist takeover has always begun in the exact same way. With government overreach, public shaming, censorship, and a toilet paper shortage. Don't believe me? Google toilet paper shortage in communist Russia. Did you think you were having a unique experience? I prefer to pretend history never repeats itself so that I can stand by and turn a blind eye every time history repeats itself. I prefer to call anyone who speaks up, fights back, or stands their ground a lunatic or a conspiracy theorist so that I don't feel obligated to do my own research. Research takes away from me time. And lastly, I prefer to put on my mask and stand among a sea of masks so that I never have to be seen, be free, or reveal the deep dark shadows that lurk within me. Back to you, Dane Kellaway. Brother, there's a way to talk to an elder, man. You're a smart cat, but you need some refining, brother. You need some refining. I mean, you, uh, your knowledge, impeccable, you know. It's, it's, you, you, your knowledge concerning this, uh, our status as black people or maybe I should say highly melanated beings of the planet, that we, the African-American, so-called African-American, which, by the way, we were labeled that, to my knowledge, by Jesse Jackson. When he was, you know, I think he's yet head of Push Rainbow here in Chicago, where I live, I live in Chicago. But I remember him labeling us as African-American. I remember that. So that's not very long ago. That's in my lifetime. So we was called Negro. And black was a very, it was really a derogatory term. Black folks didn't want to be called black. We're not black. You know, tar is black. <laughs> We're not black, we brown, we very shades. Now there are some black, literally black people. But so black they kind of a bluish, bluish tone. There are some black people. But I'm, me personally, I'm not black in the skin color. 
I'm brown. I'm kind of a dark brown. But then when we talk about the browns, we really referring to the Latinos, right? Black, brown, yellow, white. And the original white people, to my knowledge, if you look at the uh, definition of white, white is a political status. It's not even, it's not even referring to a color. I'm white. Okay? By definition. And an American is copper colored. By definition. If you look at Webster's Dictionary, I think it was written around 1828. So the colonists and the you know, the ruling class got us all fucked up in the head. We don't know what to call ourselves. There's a way to speak to an elder, whether he's right or wrong, or whether she's right or wrong. There's a way to treat an elder. And as a growing elder myself, I'm, you know, I'm approaching my golden years. I just made 58. Um, some say I'm, I'm a little bit far from golden years. Maybe some people say golden years are around 80 years old. Well, I'm definitely approaching the senior citizen age. A good, what, nine years? I'm a senior citizen. He's 67, ready to retire. My body breaking down. <laughs> and, you know, there's just certain things just naturally I would not tolerate from a youngster. You know? You can't respect my age. Huh? And speaking of tenure, it even, let's consider uh, on the job. You've been on the job, let's say, a good 10 years. And here come a newcomer. And the newcomer just acts as if they know more than you. And the ego and their application haven't even dried yet. But yet, though, they want to be big man, no kidding. They know what's going on in the cor in the company, in the corporation. You you don't have a clue. And then they want to talk to you as if you, you just started a few hours ago. I've received that type of treatment from newcomers. After being on the job 21 years, and here comes some newcomer want to try to tell me how things should go. You just walked in the door, newcomer. Respect my tenure. I might be wrong, but you, you, don't, you don't understand the nuances of this place. You don't understand what I went through. The headaches. The bickering. Huh? The, the established culture. Yeah, we know what the book says. But everything, everybody don't follow, go by the rules, per, per se. You know what I mean? 
We're human. We cut corners. The books say. The books say. No, we, everybody don't go by the what the books say. Especially if it's the established culture. to great lengths to get people vaccinated. We were promised the vaccinations will be a game changer and it will restore our freedom. Turns out none of that was true. It does not render you immune. You can still contract the virus and you can still be infectious. The only thing this vaccine did for sure was to spill billions and billions of dollars in the pockets of pharmaceutical companies. I voted against the Digital Green Certificate back in April. Unfortunately, it was adopted nonetheless. And this just goes to show there's only a minority of MEPs who truly stand for European values. The majority of MEPs, for whatever reasons unbeknown to me, obviously support oppression of the people while claiming shamelessly to do it for the people's own good. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always the methods by which the goal is pursued. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interests at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now? If the Age of Enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask cui bono, who benefits. Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which to this day we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. There's a way to talk to an elder. There's a way to talk to people of seniority. They've been on the job longer than you. They've been through the suffering, the pain and suffering. Dealing with ignorant supervisors and management. And you know where I work at, you know, they 
it's just it's just it's pathetic. The newbies come in, you know, the uh the acceptable class come in, don't know a damn thing, and they want to make rules. Want to tell you how to do your job, and you've been on the job twenty something years, and they just walked in the door, and they walk in as a as a supervisor, and you got to go through this humiliation with this buffoon. It's it's ridiculous. It's insulting. It's degrading. And then you wonder why people go postal. Huh? Trying to open up a can of whoop ass on these ignorant ass newbies. There's a way to talk to senior people. Okay, so Judge Joe Brown is a gatekeeper. Okay, at least respect the man as an elder, as a senior. He's a black man, so quote unquote, excuse, you know, <laughs> my vernacular calling him a black man. I mean, he would call himself a black man. I would say highly melanated. See, I'm just trained to say black. Because that's what I've been indoctrinated to say. Black, African-American. But I do agree with, with Dane Calloway. It has suspected the same thing. Dane Calloway just had the time and the resources to really do the digging and, 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 and uh, reveal this lie about us being brought here from Africa. But there's a way to deliver a message. Because you can turn people off with a bad deliverance and then they won't receive anything you have to say. And treat an elder as an elder. You can say, sir, with all due respect, I disagree. Sir, with all due respect, you are incorrect concerning that. Here's the proof. Sir, with all due respect, I know every man has a right to opinion. You, you are entitled to be a gatekeeper if that's what you choose to be, but you have made yourself my enemy. I'm sorry, sir. There's a way to talk to an elder. And it's sad, it really sad to me to see that uh, debate. I was really taking the bat, man. It's just shameful. Shameful. Dane Kelly, you you're a loose cannon, brother. You're a loose cannon. I mean, you got a lot of knowledge. You're smart, smart dude. You need some spiritual refining. That's all. You're correct. Judge Joe Brown is exposed, but somehow he smelled like a bed of roses. <laughs> I find that interesting. He's a gatekeeper smelling like a bed of roses. And uh, Dane, you're a smart dude. But, uh, you got to spray a little Lysol around there. So I said enough.
I hope uh, they, you know, I'm not trying to beat up on you, brother. It is what it is. This concludes another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper.